all right all right what up everybody and welcome back to the smooth swings podcast episode number seven and man here in missouri we just caught a break it's like 60 degrees and what a relief i don't really know how you can go from alaska weather to florida weather in a matter of 48 hours without getting in an airplane and experiencing that but here in missouri that's pretty much the way it goes so got the garage open got the windows down drank some beer and um kind of enjoying it for a minute i know it's the first of february so we, we got we got another two months before we can really kind of go full throttle so at least we got a little bit of taste of you know what's coming up boost the morale i guess you can say so definitely a treat and um on this show i'm actually not going to sit around and ramble i actually get to have my first guest on the show and so that totally pumps me up a little bit finally uh get to actually have somebody else talk on the podcast which was my initial plan but this guy that i'm getting ready to have on mr gary allen roth He's the one that uh, basically got me going on this podcast and kind of got me to where I'm at right now. I know it's not very far and I'm still working on it, but he is definitely the one that has pushed me to just get some content out there, which I know it hasn't been the greatest content yet, but I can rest assure you that um, it's only going to get better from here. And I thought what better way to basically kick off this podcast would be to have the guy that actually got me going in this field gary is an amazing guy he runs blue collar consultant group uh he is the social media ninja i can't keep up with him he tells me to do all this stuff but i I mean there's only so many hours in the day i don't know how he does it he is the man when it comes to social media so i thought uh it would be great to kick this off have him on have him share some of the things that he has shared with me to hopefully help you guys out if you're looking for that social media branding so without further ado i'm going to bring on the one the only mr gary allen roth If I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. All right, here we go. So my first ever guest on the show is the one and only Mm -hmm. the Army Army Ninja, Mr. (laughs) Gary Allen Roth. How are you doing today? If I was doing any better, Doug, I think I'd be you. That is not possible ever. I know. The the one and only is you. Uh, Yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show. So, um, for the other two listeners, besides you, <laughs> you mean the two I that aren't listening to mine? <laughs> right, right. I haven't got my mom to click on yet, but oh, soon we'll have, we'll have another six. Sweet. But, um, everybody listening, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. Yeah, Doug, uh, really, again, really appreciate you having me on the show. Love, absolutely love what you're doing with your podcast. Uh, it's massively entertaining, super helpful. Uh, and it's just it's just been an honor and, and a privilege to listen to it. Uh, but but for me, uh, as you mentioned, um, soldier in the army um, stationed down here in Birmingham, Alabama in March, I'll hit 21 years uh, back in 2014. I started Blue Collar Consulting Group, which kind of started off as like a small business consultancy. Uh, Doug, as you remember, you and I worked on some stuff together. 
back when you were doing the gym thing and the custom auto work stuff and custom bike building. That was a lot of fun when you and I worked together before. It's kind of transformed into a social media consulting firm. And I just found that I have a little bit of a knack for that kind of stuff. And I've got a little podcast going and, um, you know, you and I have been working together on your podcast. So it's it's kind of nice to be your guest, it really proves just how far you've come with your podcast, man. And it's uh, it's super fun to watch you grow the way you've been. Yeah, I mean, I think knack is a little understatement. I mean, you're you're like the guru of all of it. <laughs> well, I know I know a few impressive. tricks. That's that's about it. I'm a, I'm a three trick pony. How about that? We yeah, can start with I, that. I don't know as many like platforms that you're on. I think it's a little more than three. So I, I'm pretty impressed with what you're doing and what you've taught me and what you got going on and and what basically is going to lead to the future. So, yeah, I'm hoping so, man. I can't wait to see what you do. Yeah. So, um, I guess the first topic I Mm -hmm. really want to dive into is out here in the small town of Troy, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Basically what we do is we hunt and fish. So, yeah, but the funny thing is about those hunters and fishermen, they carry a little <laughs> cell phone with them everywhere they go, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing because all of a sudden I know how to do whatever I just watch you do on YouTube. So I'm there actually you ready to run out to the, the nearest lake and snatch up some fat bass. But um, <laughs> um, I'd like to talk just a little bit about uh, what you got going on with really good reviews. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, happy to talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's don't get mad at me. It's I, I am a mere mortal. I'm I'm able to get distracted like everybody else. It's a little quiet right now, but uh, it was just a spinoff project. Like I love to fish, right? And I, I've got a boat. I like to get out on the water. And I decided. I thought, man, you know, if I'm going to be out here, I might as well be talking about it. And no. so. Yeah. Can you believe that? Somebody no. like me likes to talk? Yeah. So I decided to um I decided to carry my little freaking knockoff GoPro, carry my phone. I just started recording, you know, myself fishing, my buddy fishing or whatever, started mashing some stuff up. And then I started a little website on Wix. Shout out to Wix. I wish I was getting sponsored. But uh through through together a little website, started doing some blog posts and then I started doing that affiliate marketing thing. That's basically where you get links. If somebody clicks on your link, you get a few pennies if they buy something that that they clicked on from your website. So it was kind of nice. I was making a couple bucks here and there, and it paid for my fishing lures that I would throw off into the trees, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was it's a really a, cool project. Uh, I, I need to get back to it. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. But yeah, it's a fun little project. Well, I mean, just, just looking at the pictures and, and looking yeah. at the actual, you know, the, the videos that you put out, mm-hmm. I mean, I was actually intrigued. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like a really nice, what was that? Lake Lanier or Lake Lanier. Lanier. Yeah. I was down in yeah. when I was stationed in Georgia, beautiful yeah. lake. That <laughs> looked amazing. Yeah. Um, it was really it, pretty it just, place. Just watching that just kind of made me like realize how much watching fishing and watching <laughs> golf yes. are so much alike because it's like, you're just watching it and then all of a sudden, bam, you know. Yeah, it just out of nowhere. And then, uh, you know, another thing you, you talked about the super fluke bait. Uh-huh. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool, man. Like, Thanks, man. I, I, I didn't really, I didn't know nothing about just the technique. Maybe elaborate maybe a little bit on that because I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the fluke, that was, boy, see, like when I was running around like Troy and, and central Missouri where I'm from, that super fluke is uh, basically like a big plastic fish and you just kind of 
bury the hook in there and it's it's real lifelike and you just kind of you can jerk it through the water real slow you can slow rise let it fall whatever and boy those fish it's like they're just mad at it they'll just, they'll just yeah, come yeah. up and it eat it like a, yeah it looks like you got a pretty good thing there how did yeah, you get, it, um, i think it was i don't remember which one but how'd you get the overview on like the two lakes what did mm-hmm. you use a drone or something yeah man uh so that's actually in central missouri uh on a friend of mine's property yeah so that was uh i bought a drone off a guy it's a dgi mavic pro 4 or something like that i forget the name of it bought it off a guy that had an extra one and he was like he got a refurbished one kind of extra and man i was just just flying that thing everywhere i could yeah that was all drone footage yeah and i just cut it up at the end threw a little music on it and had, had a lot of fun with it that that's the whole thing doug if you just if you're just willing to try you know, like just, just try to learn something, just mess around with something. Be surprised how quickly you get good at it. Yeah. And you have been the, uh, go-to for that. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to Whether, share, man. Yeah, that's for sure. And you always have been, you know, even if it's something small, you just, you go after it and if it works, it works. It don't, it don't, but. <laughs> and, the, and, hey, <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't, let me tell you. <laughs> well, that's for sure. But you're doing a damn good job. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, and it's so, just like, we all have our talents, right? Like, and, and to return the flattery, man, like what you could do with an airbrush is just unreal, right? Like when you did that freaking skull bicycle with all like the misty bones and all that stuff on there and like the hot rods and that, the, the main chopper that you built that one time and that big black Harley dude serious talent you know what i'm saying you repaired my truck after i hit a deer so i mean it was yeah so you're you're doing all right over there on the talent side don't worry yeah i guess (laughs) yeah i guess that's funny (laughs) they tell me that every day at work but i'm just oh one of these days it'll sink in i guess so i got this buddy um yeah he's a golf coach and he's basically looking to start gotcha um he's kind of running out of room he's he's going here he's going there as good as this guy is, I believe he needs to broaden outside of Lincoln County. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, he was talking about a website. We went to the gym last week and we went over a, it's a TPI program, like a, a fitness assessment. And okay. We did, uh, we used this super speed golf system that I got and I was sore as hell. And really, oh, it was amazing. We only did, I, I don't know, maybe eight one rep you know max mm-hmm. right a medicine ball throw and this oh, and that yeah and okay like, i was i texted him the next day i was like i, I can't even move and we didn't <laughs> even work out you know so this guy's got a ton of experience he's a mega stud right as far as golf goes he's okay got that, he's got that eye i mean he he really has what it takes you know what i mean he's he's just he's got it Sure. So he's talented and he really worked uh, at it. Yeah. And he's, he loves being a coach. He loves being a trainer. So where, where does he start? Well, and, and thanks for asking me, Doug. And I think it's, what's his name? Scott, right? Scott. Yeah. Scott Carl. Scott Carl. Okay. Cause I remember he used to offer personal training for golfers at the gym at one point, right? He started that, um, whenever he started coming to the gym. Yeah. He kind of used me as a guinea pig right off the bat. And that's mm-hmm. really when I first started getting into golf. And nice. I didn't I didn't really know anything about golf, but I knew okay. I loved it, you know. Yeah. But within a matter of I don't know, five years, 
I was competing with him in the Missouri mid amateur open. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. So, I mean, for somebody that can take someone that didn't grow up playing golf and didn't yeah. play golf in high school, right. and college and, and all that. And to mold somebody in that mm-hmm. short of a time, I thought was yes. pretty impressive. That's real so, talent. Yeah. And so he, he's got that knack. No, that that's basically, you know, all I was going to say is, you know, how do we get this guy out there? So, and really it's going to come down to him, Doug. And it's kind of like what I told you, like when you started your Instagram, first things first, he needs to define a goal. Okay. Because there's a couple of ways that he could take that. He could do everything he could to, um, build up his in-person coaching there in Lincoln County. Like if he wants more clients, more students, et cetera, that would be one path that he can take. Okay. The other path is to simply become an internet resource for golf. Now, when you do that, now, when you go the route where there's more clients, you can start to charge more, you can hold more classes, et cetera. That's, that's one way that's very lucrative. That's very productive, right? The other way would simply be to build yourself up online. So not only you'd get some notoriety, you could get ad revenue, you know, and you get those things, sponsorships that come with a big internet presence. Okay. And you really have to approach those two paths very differently. Here's another thing. And here's kind of like a one B, if you will, if he, cause I know you guys are outside of St. Louis. If he wanted to break more into the St. Louis market, he could do that as well. So he could start doing certain things more closer to St. Louis, if that makes sense. I'll get into that in just a second. Right. So what I would recommend first is is finding that out because it's going to shape how you handle your social media stuff. And that's that's why I'm here is to talk about social media stuff. Right. So and, you know, like ahead. the hardest I mean, the hardest thing is, you know, there's so many golf coaches everywhere. You know, and especially in St. Louis, and it's hard to, you know, being in a small town to try and get out into the St. Louis area and have, mm-hmm. you know, an actual impact. Sure. So I well, think that's what yeah. And I was, yeah, I was going to say with that, even if you built up just an online presence already, that's going to give you credibility really anywhere. I mean, if you're, if you get a million subscribers on YouTube as a golf coach, you're going to be able to go anywhere you want and coach golf, you know? Um, But if you're wanting that immediate, let's say, let's just go down this path. If you're wanting to build up your local business, like let's say Scott wants to get more students learning golf from him in Lincoln County, right? First thing I would do is build up your uh, YouTube library. Simple tips. I'm talking, you've got to break it down into the most basic, boring thing that you can think of. Step one, how to hold a golf club. Step two, the different types of golf clubs. Step three, the type of shafts. Step four, woods versus irons. Five, putter. So you build up a large library of basic videos first. Okay. Okay. That, makes that becomes like, your library. Yeah. That, that becomes your library. Sense. But because what you, do people use you YouTube for, like, man? What's that? I'm sorry. Well, well, I mean, can you just basically, all right, you just said exactly what to do. What if someone doesn't know how to even start a YouTube page? I mean, what do you mm-hmm. do? 
Yeah. I mean, if I'm not there with them, I mean, obviously we're talking on Uber conference. So if we, if we ever bring it in, I could actually show you, but all you need, all you need is a Gmail account. Millions of Americans already have it. And honestly, if you don't know how to start a YouTube channel, go on YouTube and type that question in. There are thousands of videos that will walk you through it. Genius. Genius. So but use YouTube to use YouTube. Day. <laughs> yeah. That just so day. Jeez. there you go. There you go, man. But yeah, that's, that's the best way to do it. So okay. if he was going to start that, no matter what he's going to do, either way, I would start the YouTube channel and just build a library. I mean, the most basic, boring things that you can get into. Now, the trick is, here's the trick, because now I'm going to touch on branding. Okay. Not brandy, branding. Branding. And yeah, branding. Forrest Gump. So branding, what he'll have to do is he'll have to introduce himself and in the exact same way every time. So his last name is Carl, right? Yep. For instance, here's where it gets different. If he's wanting to build up local clientele, Doug, he would say, hi, this is Scott Carl, your local golf pro at Lincoln County Golf Course. I'm available for golf lessons, X, Y, Z, and then get into the lesson. You see what I'm saying? He's, totally. He, he's, he's doing those soft hits. He's that local branding guy that reminds him that everybody's there. When you start targeting your ads to the local zip code, that's really comes into play because you have a local guy in front of local people who are looking for local golf. That's a trifecta of victory right there. I gotcha. And especially and become, like with local golf, I mean, yes. he is a well-known name. There you, know, you go. As far as local that that is hands down i don't know how many people that i have played golf with the you know in this community you know rave about this guy and the in the 10 years that i knew him i don't even know half a story you know i keep hearing more and more of a story from the more people that i play with that knew that he was coaching me so i'm just so impressed with this guy you know i just i want to get him out there and make sure that definitely successful with what he's trying to do well, and he certainly can be, Doug. And the, the the real trick is, buddy, is to let people know that he's available for lessons. Yes, you. You know what I mean? It's just like it doesn't matter. And again, you, his intro or his outro, whatever it is, it can can really focus on yes, you, even you, no matter where you're at in your golf game. You can make it better and he'll come off as friendly and approachable and yet highly professional. So these videos give him a chance to give away free lessons at no cost to him so that people want more because a video lesson, as you and I both know, Doug, is never quite good enough. Sometimes right. you need that last little bit, a little bit. I need you to see me do it, coach. Right? Yep. No, that's money right there, Gary. That is so then awesome. he gets popular with his basic videos. He can position himself as a local resource. And it, and really the, the local piece of that Doug comes becomes crucial when you start boosting videos, when you start running Facebook ads. And dude, we'll have another episode for that. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So not only that, you, you kind of mirror it and you do the same thing. Now, YouTube, three to five minute videos, breaking down basic concepts. It's nice outside. It's friendly. Dude, if you had like a nice day on the golf course, you know how like, you know, like sometimes in April you get like a 75 degree day with a slight breeze and it's sunny out and like everything from coast to coast is green. Dude, that's the day you get the camera and you go out and you shoot 10 hours of video. 
Like seriously, like you are exhausted at the end of the day, but you have so much of your library built on a perfect day. Yeah, that could last like a long time. Yeah, if you got if you got six to eight hours of video, dude, that's like that's like 70 or 80 videos, three to five minutes long. Man, that is an amazing point. It's a huge library. Yeah. And you look the same, you sound the same, you have the same motto. It's robotic. You don't have to reposition it. It's the same kind of lighting. It would work out beautifully as a, as a start to build that base. And then what you do is you start diagnosing common problems, the slice, the hook, or you bring Doug out, how to get a longer drive, um, fade away putts, chipping, you, you, well, not chipping, but you know, like punching and what to do when it's windy out. Okay. And so you start slowly, gradually upping your skill level on the videos. And again, yeah, like as you go, yeah, I get that's it. That's right. For sure. Now that's for YouTube. That's for YouTube. Right. Right. Now let's switch over to Instagram for a second. Right. Instagram, very visual video indexes very well, which means it gets in front of a lot of people. Now, Doug, you've started your Instagram account. You started off very well. You're using hashtags. You know, you were following some important people. You know, you were doing the right thing. You were posting regularly. You saw how quickly your account grew when you stopped. And when you stop doing that stuff, the growth stops, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, the way I'm looking at it with Instagram and hashtags, Mm -hmm. the way you showed me to do it, you're looking for one out of 30, you know, to actually follow you because you can get up to 170 followers and then, you know, a week later you have a hundred. So is it, is it just kind of just baiting it out there to see? So let me let you in on a little secret. Let me, let me, from, from the boy in the biz, let me show you what happened. There are accounts out there that their entire purpose is to follow you in hopes that you follow them back and then they unfollow you because when they follow you, you get a little notification, right? A lot of people follow that back and then never seem to check if that same person is still following him. Yeah. And that's what I have learned. It's a follow back strategy. So you have to be careful because. Instagram, if you do that too much, Instagram will terminate your account. Ask me how I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it (laughs) because I I did it too. There is a delicate mix of many strategies to grow your Instagram following. First and foremost, you have to have helpful content. Your stuff, it's motivational. It's funny. It's golf related. It's awesome. I love it. I follow you. We're good. There is part of of that strategy that includes follow, follow back, but just not a lot, you know, like maybe follow five to 10 people a day, wait a couple of weeks, unfollow that five or 10. If you don't find their content useful or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you can clean it out, but follow five to 10 people a day that are golf related period, or that have useful content and stay, keep following them. That's great. Hashtags help you get discovered. So somebody types in hashtag golf swing and you're in there, they may follow you. Hashtags help you get discovered. And then what's really important, Doug, as I lecture you on your own podcast, yes, you is interaction. <laughs> what I'm waiting for. It's interaction. You have to reply to people that send you messages or that comment on your photo. You got to check that stuff every day, and like see, it or not. I And that's the exact point is I didn't even know how to even do that until yeah. You, yeah. I'm watching you on the screen. Uh-huh. Like, 
oh, you do that. Okay. Yep. And that. And then last time we talked, you know, we, we talked about building up a, a different bio for me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you showed me exactly how to do it. And um, I'm a week in and um, I'm still trying to figure that out. So, <laughs> and this is no joke. There are people like me out there, Gary, that yes. have no clue on how to do this. So, what I have found when I'm trying to, <laughs> as I, the last four times doing this awesome bio that I was like super stoked about. Mm-hmm. When I'm done, I keep trying to hit the done button like I'm finished. And apparently I have when there you can only have so many words. Yeah. Yeah. You go over a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I went over like 300 or 400. Oh, wow. Then, yeah. Trying to write a novel in there doesn't fly. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's a bio. I mean, what are, what are you supposed to do? It's a limited bio, my friend. So, I tried to squish it down and then try to add in the uh, little fun pictures you told me to add. Yes. Emojicons. So, you know, so as a person like myself that has no clue about doing any of this, by the time that I realize... I only need, I can only have so many words and so many little pictures. I mean, I'm at three days. I I mean, (laughs) well, I I will tell you what I'm dumb and I don't get it, but you're not dumb at all. You're not dumb at all. The beautiful thing about it, Doug, is that you care, you you care. So that's, that's why there's a little bit of emotion there. And that's, that's the right thing to have because the, the bio is important. I mean, it's literally important. And so it's important to do it right. Now I will, Tell at the end of this podcast, I'll be happy to, to go over it with you again, buddy. No problem, period. Now, with that being said, if anybody that's listening to this would simply head over to my website, bluecollarconsultinggroup.com and go on my blog, I wrote an article of how to do your bio with picture examples. So, again, bluecollarconsultinggroup.com, head over there to the blog. I have an Instagram bio article that details all of the little things about the bio that uh, will help you get it set up right. How did I miss that? Well, I probably because I was just trying to show you Oh, instead of just sending you over to the blog because you're my friend and, you know, I, I, have, I have a special heart for you, Doug. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still trying to build the bio. We will get you squared away. Don't worry about it, my friend. Well, that's cool. Um, last time we did talk, you talked, um, I mean, maybe elaborate a little bit on uh, Instagram stories. Yeah. Oh man. Great. Okay. So every social media platform seems to have a story. Basically a story is a short video or a picture that pops up in the story area that only lasts for 24 hours. Typically Facebook, 24 hours. I think Instagram is 24 hours. Uh, Snapchat story, 24 hours. It's a unique opportunity because your stuff, if anybody's following you, your stuff, gets populated in their story feed. And so it's a little bit more interactive. It's a little bit more, you know, it's a little bit more fast. And a lot of people, except us savvy marketers like Gary Roth and Doug Sauer, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people just miss it. So posting to your story regularly is a great way to get noticed. Like when I host a podcast, when I put up a podcast episode, I throw up an Instagram story with a microphone that says, hey, go listen to my podcast. And it lasts for 24 hours. And I think it gets a lot of, it gets a lot of 
you know, gets a lot of traffic. No, that's a, that's a great point for sure. Cause I was trying to figure out how to actually do that. And I, I guess I, I get confused. I, yeah. I, no. And, and again, you know, yeah. One thing years. at a time. I mean, <laughs> just, just, just master one thing at a time. You know what I mean? And like stories, that's kind of like a level two thing, but it's very achievable. Once you get things hammered out and good and you want to go to that next level stories are a great great way to do it they're they're a little tricky so don't don't worry about it too much no i think it was great just um you know you covering the bio because i mean you set up everything i mean for me and then now you know i've been trying to research a little bit and trying to set up that bio and yeah it was a good uh point that you said uh, where it says website to put in my yes uh, anchor podcast. That's it. Put it right in there. Anchor anchor FM. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, that was like the easiest. Uh, just copy paste. Bam. I'm boom. boom. Right in there. How nice is that? Huh? I wish all of it was that easy. Well, but, but uh, one day will know, be. There, Doug. There, there's a whole. You know, as you have stated, there's a huge strategy for Instagram or, or anything else. I know, I know you're um, all about uh, the actual Twitter as well. Yeah, man. Can you, can you elaborate on Twitter just a little bit without going crazy with it? Kind of seems like you might've thought I went crazy on the Instagram stuff, buddy. No, that was, that was mild. <laughs> I mean, Twitter is way out there. And so you know, Twitter the people that I talk to, they're like, Oh, I, I can't even do Twitter. It's too confusing. So, I mean, yeah, maybe basic for us. I mean, sure. So Twitter, Twitter is just like information on steroids, basically. So it's just a constant stream of information, you know, 280 characters now, uh, video and pictures. And it's just like, it's kind of like, imagine if Facebook was just a Facebook feed. Okay. Imagine if LinkedIn was just a LinkedIn feed and like nothing else. That's kind of what Twitter is now. Twitter used to just be chronological, which means as soon as you put it up, you saw it and it was gone. It would just be like pushed right down. Now, Twitter has an algorithm to where you see the stuff that from the accounts that you've interacted with before. So like, for instance, let's say me and you are on on Twitter, Doug, and like you're following me and I commented on your stuff. You commented on my stuff. You're going to see my new post before anybody else. So it's like ranked posting. But anyway, enough about that. What I use Twitter for is to connect with popular people. Uh, For instance, there was this really cool blogger over in India that was doing kind of like a travel blog through all like these little towns of India. Right. So like if we were in St. Louis, she would blog about going to Hannibal or going to Quincy, or going to Kirksville. You know what I'm saying? Like these Mm -hmm. little towns that don't get any tourist traffic. Right. But those places are awesome. Anyway, long story short, I connected with her on Twitter. I mentioned her Twitter account. She responded, and she was a guest on my podcast. Yeah, I actually listened to that. That was pretty cool. So that's how that formed. That's how that one formed. Nice. So with that, so Twitter, if nothing else, it's a great way to connect with influencers period. Twitter is also good to let people know of new content. So like if you have a podcast and you want to use a few hashtags, hashtags on Twitter, different than Instagram, but again, different show. Throw up a few hashtags like Doug, if you were to start a Twitter account, 
and you were to start the Smooth Swings podcast Twitter account, every time you put out a podcast, you throw the link out, throw a couple of hashtags on it. It populates with your podcast picture. And then boom, people might start listening to it because you can click on links right to your stuff. So what hashtags do you use? Like Um, on on my show? uh, I would use hashtag golf. Okay. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag long drive. Maybe hashtag PGA tour. If there was anything golf related going on that day or that week, a lot of times they'll have hashtags. Like, isn't the masters coming up? Yep. Very shortly. So hashtag masters. Hashtag, isn't that in Augusta, Augusta, Georgia? Yep. Hashtag Augusta. Everything's helps you get discovered. And you can post a lot more on Twitter than you can anywhere else. So you can post on Twitter multiple times per hour. I think I you mean, have to. Which is great. I mean, yeah, I think I listened to one of your podcasts. I believe it said to really be you know, successful with Twitter, you need to yep. be spending an hour a day on Twitter. If you can, yeah, if you have the time, um, there is some software out there. There's a website called Buffer to where if you sit down and type everything out, you can schedule your posts for the rest of the day. So like, let's say you wake up early and you jump on Buffer and you spend half an hour and you type out 15 different tweets for the day, right? You can have it schedule it at 8. 8.45, 9.30, 10, noon, 1, whatever. You can spread your tweets out throughout the day and it'll post them for you. Nice. It also has an Instagram feature and Facebook and things like that to where you can sit down in one block of the day, get everything set up for that day, hit save, and it'll distribute that stuff for you throughout your day automatically. Pictures, video, everything. The whole nine yards. Anything you can think of, LinkedIn, all that. And that's at Buffer.com. There's another one called Crowdfire. So Buffer, Crowdfire. There's another one uh, that's out there too. You know, like TweetDeck is one that a lot of people used to use. It's still around. So there's a lot of automation out there. I personally use Jarvi. Dude, that is the automation powerhouse. Again, literally, I could talk. There are thousands of thousands of functions on Jarvi to automate your social media. It is. I think uh, you're the automation powerhouse. Like, well, that's because I use the powerhouse, buddy. (laughs) It's unreal, man. You you know, you have so much knowledge just in all of the social media stuff. It just blows my mind and I'm kind of jealous, but I mean, you're that guy and I'm, well, you'll get there. (laughs) The thing is, Doug, (laughs) Here's the thing, buddy. I'm not inherently talented. What I do is amplify talent. So I have to know all this stuff so that I can help people like you with a talent, with a desire to help you realize it. And that's where I get my greatest sense of satisfaction. Sure. Sure. And it like totally shows, I mean, like your website basically lays everything down the line of what you can expect and Anybody that's listening that, I mean, by now they should know that you know your shit and you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean it's not yeah. really, it's not that hard to really see. I mean, I, I know I don't really anything about social media, but you have uh, brought me up to a different level. So um, as far as Facebook ads, um, yeah. I mean, how does that work? Yeah. And I, I tell you what, Doug, I'd, I'd love to come back in a, in a, in a couple of yeah, weeks and yeah. talk more about the whole ad platform 
But basically, to give an overview of Facebook ads, you take a piece of content. This could be, you know, like a picture. It could be a video. It could be like a like a mobile graphic or something like that, some animated graphic, whatever. And basically what you do is you go in there and you tell Facebook to promote it or Instagram to promote it. That you, You'll actually see it on both because they're related now. And then you tell it, who do you want to see this content? And Facebook knows who you are and they know what you like. From a marketer, that's beautiful because if I can put it in front of a thousand people who want my thing, the chances of me selling it, getting eyes on it, getting getting it listened to goes up astronomically. So let's say we were going to work with Scott Carl and Scott has a one minute video on Facebook with his phone number and website all on there. We would go into Facebook. We would pay it 50 bucks to show it to males in Lincoln County who have an interest in golf ages 18 to 45 go it's literally that simple wow and then wow, that's amazing and then it starts working its way through that's awesome yep and it's I, 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 there's i mean hands down I, I don't care i'm sure eventually is you know as hugely growing as this podcast is i'm sure the actual golf coach of the high school team Hopefully we'll eventually hear this, which I got no problems with him, but Scott needs to be that guy. So yeah, there you go, man. That there needs to be a transition there. Eventually <laughs> doors are going to fly open, buddy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's my hopes for that guy, you know, right on. He, that but that's really, that, yeah, that's really how easy it is. And, and who knows? I mean, just think about this, man. Think if 30 high schoolers met Scott, and decided that they wanted him to be the coach. And let's say 30 high schoolers wrote a letter to the superintendent saying, we need this guy. I mean, that, that's powerful Bam. stuff. Bam. That's powerful Bam. stuff. That's it. <laughs> hey, man, raise the fist of power. You are the man. I wish I had your information sometimes, but then I don't because my brain is, <laughs> I, don't, I can't work like that. But Doug, you listen, that you have the talent. That's the hard part. All right. You let us nerderies. Well, yeah, the nerds and the nerdery will, we'll handle the rest. Okay, pal. You are amazing at what you do. That's for sure. <laughs> Leave a little something for us. Would you? Thanks. Of, of course. Of course. You have just brought on some massive, massive information that a lot of people can pick up and yep. take action on like immediately. So yeah, that's the key, man. Take action. That's just, I mean, I don't know really else what to say. Like that's a mic drop. I mean, you just, you just smashed it. So, <laughs> um, but uh, let's talk about your golf game. Yeah. So what's, what's going on with it? I mean, well, it's a great question golf? and I know we're getting short on time here, but I'll, yeah, I'll make yeah. it quick. I am, I am a long legged guy, right? So, I got measured once. I think there's a measurement for wrist to floor. Yep. And I'm off the charts. So really? super long. Yeah, I'm 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 like a plus four and like they can only go up to like a plus three, whatever it is, right? Two, I think, is like the max. Yeah, well two two is the max to lengthen it, but it was like uh, for the chart, it was like plus three. I don't okay. they had like a thing and I was way off of it. So okay. 
I will tell you this, and I don't spend a lot on golf. I enjoy golf. I enjoy the challenge. Sometimes I do well. Sometimes I don't do so well. I like to play. I don't get mad. I don't break stuff. I, I just, I thoroughly enjoy the challenge. I've played golf, Doug, with some folks. They're like, man, I don't really want to be around you anymore because like they get violent. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. You know the type. You've been out there. You've seen them. It's scary. And it's like, really, dude? We're playing a game. Anyway, anyway. So for me, when I got measured two years ago and I got my club lengthened as long as I could. Now, granted, I had a set. I've had them for a while. They're, it's an off-brand set. I don't, at this point, off I don't have name brand equipment. Off-brand of like Titleist? Uh, probably a little lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spalding off brand, maybe. Oh, that's money. That's there you go. Right in there. I will tell you that me being so tall and lanky, when I got those club length uh, extended, just, just two inches the max. I got the max, right. and I got new right. grips. Right. Nothing special about the grips, but nice grips. Dude, it changed my game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the bottom line. Did they uh, just like loft or, or lie or any of that? They, or just extend? Again, it was it was just a level one lengthening. That was it. Um, Nine times out of 10, mm-hmm. that that will change your game drastically. Dude, I, I'm so tall. Fitted right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the great thing was, is I've always struggled with my mid-range irons. Three, four, five, six, sometimes seven. Okay. I've always bladed them, chunked it. Just done all kinds of nonsense out there on the fairway. I'm pretty good off the tee. I can chip pretty well. I enjoy putting 50-50 out of the sand, you know, so I can go out and have a nice day unless it's a longer course. Getting, you know, it was everything I could do to just get within 100 yards and I could start having fun again, right? Right. And and I have a three, four, I have a hybrid three and four, which are fine. I love my five wood. I hit my five wood exceptionally well, but I can't. I don't know how to power down my five wood. It's 200 yards or nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So with that, with the lengthening, I could finally hit a seven iron, you know, like 140, 150 high in the air like you're supposed to. Yeah. No, that's that's amazing. And I got tears in my eyes the first time I did it. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing, you know. I was like, it's so beautiful. So I've actually been um, researching this because. When I got first got into golf, I, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. Yeah, I was always like, um, "Why are all the clubs a different length? Like, yes. why why can they not all be the same length like, <laughs> all throughout the bag?" Right. So, sure, shit. I just came across it not too long ago, and apparently, it's a thing. Um, there's a well, Cobra. I think they, they kind of did a knockoff, but uh, Sterling Irons, I believe it's called is everything is based off your eight iron. So really it's, it's all the same length irons from your wow. sand wedge all the way down to your three and four. It's all one length. You don't have that's to an incredibly interesting down. concept. Oh man, it's amazing. And uh I what's a guy, Jacob Bowden, I believe he was a world long drive champion too. Yeah. I, I believe. And you know, I seen him I don't know how I came across it on a feed or something. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I heard them talking about, it. I'm like, there it is. That's there it that's, is. That, I, I got to try this. So I, you know, I kind of did some research and yeah, uh-huh. they, they just adjust the, you know, the, the attack angle and, yeah. this and that on the actual clubs and you swing one club 
throughout the whole bag. And I think that is amazing. So that that really is compelling. I wonder if they'll ever allow that on the tour. Actually, he actually played on the tour uh, with them, the yep. equal length clubs. Yep. And uh, I believe whenever they did the groove change, it didn't mm-hmm. conform to that. I, I don't know, okay. you know, like specifics, but they ended up, you know, changing it. And yeah, yeah he, he played on the tour. So no kidding. It's, Boy, I think that's it's amazing. And that is really used, compelling. Use the same setup through the whole bag. Like huh. there's no, there's no changing in your, like it's the same club, same setup, same swing, everything. So I'm pretty excited to go snatch up some of those. And they're not like, they're not a local club, you know, yeah, of course, massive retail place, but I'm, it would be really neat to swing a three iron that has the shaft length of an eight. I mean, it's, it's the same length club the whole way. That could think, really add to consistency. Oh, big time. You don't have to change your feet. You know, you don't have to do your swing different. It's the same swing over and over. So I'm hoping to give you a little more information on that in the future. Please. I would be very interested in that. That's very compelling. So on your driver, what kind of driver are you using? So again, it's, um, I think, I think oddly enough, Doug, it's an affinity. (laughs) It's, uh, Spalding. I think, yep, yep. Spalding. It's Spalding, but spelled like, I don't know, with like an AU or something. Spalding or AW. There you go. AW. Spalding. Uh, But it's a a graphite shaft driver, medium flex. I think the head's 420 cc's. I think something like that. Uh, You you know, nice and easy. 10.5 degree. I guess that's pretty standard. I don't do anything drastic like a nine or a 10 flat. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Do you know your swing speed? Uh, I, so I, I do have an above average swing speed. I do swing very fast, but it doesn't necessarily translate into power. And, um, which I always found that to be compelling as well. I'm sure you could talk for days on that, but, um, yeah, I lay it out there. I'm probably, I don't know, 230, 240, sometimes 250. Nice, easy drive. I don't, I don't have much of a draw or a fade, uh, just kind of a nice, easy up and down. Well, man, I mean, you're. A PGA pro. <laughs> well, so hardly. I doing is mashing it down the middle, little chip shot and putt. I mean, yeah, because that's, I mean, that's basically my game. That's no, <laughs> I probably, you know, I'm definitely over 50% fairways, um, but not, not a whole lot. So it sounds like you're pretty, you got a pretty good driver set up. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Plenty of room for improvement though. Yeah. Yeah, we can work on that in in futures. And, I look forward uh, to it. I'm hoping to at least play one round of golf with you this year. I would look forward uh, to that very much, sir. But uh, we can go ahead and uh, wrap this up, um, Gary. It's been a waterfall of information for everybody out there. I know that anyone listening is going to hopefully take away 16 points. <laughs> from uh, the whole talk but um so just one more time uh, i guess um tell everybody how they can get in touch with you if they yeah. want to you know kind of pursue it a little more or need more information sure. and uh we can close it out yeah absolutely doug uh just everything blue collar consulting group will, will get you anywhere i'm um, facebook linkedin 
Twitter, Instagram, Blue Collar Consulting Group podcast. I mean, it's that's everything is Blue Collar Consulting Group. So that's how you can find me. You know, I'm Gary Roth. It's it's um, it Doug. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love what you're doing on the podcast. Please don't stop. Please keep going. Uh, the world needs what you have to say, man. So it's it's been awesome. And to everybody that's listening, just get out there and do it. Just tinker with it. Just, you know, listen to this podcast. Get those golf clubs out. Look at your nutrition. Like, listen to what Doug says. Just take what you hear and do something with it. That's the key. That's amazing. And um, I got nothing else to say. I mean, you have all the things to say, so I got nothing else to say. So <laughs> I Thanks appreciate for having you me on the show, brother. On the show, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, there you have it, folks. The one and only Mr. Gary Allen Roth. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think that was pretty damn informational. Be sure to go and check him out at bluecollarconsultinggroup.com. Obviously, he had to tone it down for us a little bit because he's that good. So um, I appreciate everybody for listening. And as always, we'll talk to you.